This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome to the MMA Lab, the hottest MMA podcast out there. I'm your host, Ian Butler, MMA veteran, Gore Kickboxing veteran, grappling world champion. For all the hottest details in MMA today, come to the MMA Lab on Belief. Fucking God. For those who watch the fucking podcast, which we're coming on fucking YouTube, watch the video screen, fucking Keegan finally got a fucking background. Dude, dick fuck move. Fucking Chandler straight getting fucked up in the face. Yeah, but it's a highlight, you know? Come on. It is a highlight, dude. Hey, by the way, we have a new lightweight champion, and his not name could be fucking Charles Oliveira. What took a him long enough, dude. Took him long enough. What a stud, dude! Congratulations, man. Hey, dude, talk about a success story. Um, I there's a thing I fucking posted on my Insta, and it was talking about his career, man. Dude, he in 2010 to 2017, he was ten and eight, mm-hmm. ten and eight, just two fights above five hundred. And then from 2018 for two years, like to two to 2020 and 2021, fucking like nine and all, dude. Like it, it won the title, dude. That's fucking insane. He's been in the in the UFC for what eleven years? Eleven years. He's had 28 fights in the UFC. He's been in since he was 20 years old. And somewhere posted yesterday, I can't remember if I took a screenshot of it or not. He was in the UFC for 3,000 days. It's like 3,500 days before he got his first title shot. Dude, you know what? Like, hey, Chandler's my boy. I, I think in life, he will always be a champion. He won three Bellator, like, titles. Um, dude, he lives his life like a champ and stuff like that. But congratulations for Charles Oliveira. Yeah. Hand clap, dude. Like, Jesus. Like, that, that was amazing. And then on top of it, that adversity, that adversity he came yeah to dude, win that he, fucking title because i thought he was gonna get finished just like it was just almost a replay from dan hooker yeah. of him getting finished dude yeah but you could see the way that chandler was fighting in that style where he was coming forward that you know the way charles fights it, he was going to be able to mitigate that you know that pressure that forward pressure that chandler puts dude. on just by charles got hurt a lot yeah, you got hurt really good <laughs> in that first round. Okay. Dude, the first round, like, first of all, the, the takedown he did, he only took him down because he got clipped with that left hook. Yeah. Because I see his eyes open up and he did a shot. And then, first of all, if Chandler would have got that guillotine, that would have been fucking insane. Yeah, and, but it's, like, it's, it's Charles, Charles Oliveira. It's Oliveira. It's yeah. Charles Oliveira. <laughs> it's Charles Oliveira. You know, like, he, dude, so he gets clipped with that. He came back. And then he actually has some success and he takes Chandler's back. And I'm like, Chandler gives up his back. And I'm like, what oh, the he, fuck? No. He gave, up, he gave it up bad, dude. No. I'm like, dude, do you know who you're fighting? 
Yeah. It's fucking Charles Oliveira. And then he gets out of it. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then he clips Charles. And he gets up in that position where he's hitting him. And I'm like, they're getting ready to stop the fight. They're getting ready to stop the fight. But Charles decides to pull guard, which I tell some of my students stuff like that. That's a horrible idea to do unless you have a black. You better not pull guard unless you have a black belt or your Charles Oliveira or Damian Maya. Yeah. <laughs> or a Jacare. <laughs> Or like, well, no, not Jacare. Don't let. Him uh, do but still, anymore. but still, but still, you need to be like that high level caliber for you to pull a guard like that, and it worked. Yeah, and it worked, and he recovered, and then he came back in the second round, dude, and he fucking finished him, not with a submission that Charles does. He nope. knocked, he TKO'd him, dude. Knocked him out, dude. What a nasty like hook. He sat him down with that left hook and stayed on him. It was technically perfect too. You know, like watching it back. Well, so like he, uh, like most people, like when they start to throw and they know they got him rocked, like they'll get all out of position and everything. Oh yeah. And the way that they were saying it last night, like he held his hand perfectly, like right up underneath his eyes, like defending, and then threw the hook, came across, and then like just Muay Thai fighting pretty much from there. I know. And then people didn't think, like, did you see the knee? And they threw the elbow against the fence. And then when Chandler ran away like that, the punches you do. Charles Oliveira is so fucking long. Like, your picture background of him connecting, you know, with his long strikes. You can't see that and you're already hurt. Dude, that's a wrap. Even even looking at the background, look where he's got that right hand. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, dude. Yeah. So he's, he, and you know, they were, someone was saying it last night because it was also, they used it negatively on the co-main event, which we can talk about. Um, they, uh, they said that Charles Oliveira is, he doesn't have like a cry, crazy wild style, but he's technically perfect. He's just basic, basic yeah. good. Like he used his strikes, like he used, he, it was a perfect jab cross hook. It wasn't nothing special, but it was just perfectly timed. And then he knocked him out with a basic jab cross. Also, he's long as fuck, dude. So, like, you can tell, like, did you see the reach advantage and the disparity of, like... What did you say last week? That that analytics don't matter? As far as that goes. Who who brought up... I said, I said for fighting. I said for fighting. Okay. But if you... That's true. That is true. Uh But but who smashed that analytics was Chandler against Dan Hooker. Okay. And I even admitted that. You know? I think it works sometimes, but it's... But Dan Hooker didn't use his reach for that fight at all. Like, you know, like... Charles did. Yeah. And he finished him with it. Yeah. Charles Charles did. Charles is a different style of fighter. Than you know, you know, also a person that doesn't know how to use their reach at all. And he's the tallest person in the UFC was a Stefan Struve. Yeah. Well, and he's at such a disadvantage, though, being seven feet. Like, bro, like got, nobody shouldn't be touching you. Period. I, got, I, I watched one of his more recent fights and he got a penalty because he was reached getting, out the hand of the cage. Yeah. His hand was already <laughs> yeah. up above the wall of the cage. Yeah, that's insane. He got slammed against the cage and his arm went out. They're like, hey, I know. And they said, bring your, bring your arm back in. I've never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like asking, you know, like Yao Ming, like, hey, jump a little bit when you go for a dunk. <laughs> you know, come on. Like, that, that was, I, I watched that and I was like, that's the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah. But, yeah. But, dude, dude, Oliveira, dude, congratulations. Um, yeah. 
dude, that was that was a good fucking fight too because it went back and forth. They both got hurt. They both got rocked, and Oliveira came up and and won it. Um, now he's on a nine fight win streak. That's true. So and what's uh, the big question is? Wait, go ahead, Keegan. Um, I was gonna say he's uh, all the Bellator champions that UFC has pulled over for lightweight. He's beat. <laughs> Wait, who else? Who else did he beat? Uh, let me. Pull Was it, it Will Brooks? No. Um, it was uh, someone who beat, No, someone who beat Chandler before. Will Brooks? It's Will Brooks. It's possible. It has to be. Is it a Will Brooks or or Addy Everest? Because they both beat Chandler. And they're, and they're both for champs. Let's see. So he's got uh, I love Kevin, me some real Brooks. Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson last year, 2019, Jared Gordon, Nick Lentz, David Tamer. Uh he fought Nick Lentz like three times in his career. Uh I don't Jim, know why. Jim Miller, he beat Christos Yagos, Clay Guida, uh Paul Felder. Yeah, Will Brooks. He beat yep. Will Brooks. Yeah. I think he beat Will Brooks twice. What? I think so. No, because he fought both Oliveira. He bought Real Brooks bought Cowboy Oliveira and he fought this Oliveira. Um He fought Cowboy. He got finished by Cowboy. Yeah. He, Cowboy Oliveira, by the yeah, for you people listening. Cowboy. Brazilian yeah, Cowboy. But so yeah, so he beat Will Brooks before. Damn. Damn. Bellator must have, speaking of Bellator, they should have been, uh, I know they were probably cheering. Because, I mean, like, they had Ali Alvarez that won a title that came over, you know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he had it for a cup of coffee, you know. He's still won. He still won. <laughs> still but, won. Uh, again, you know, not long. And we'll see how long Oliveira holds on to the title um, because it's just murderer's row over there. Oh, my God. He can beat him, though. Like he has a shot to beat him, though. So that's the next. That's the next step. What's next for uh, Oliveira? Do you let him? Because here's here's my thing. I I won't. I don't want to say the winner of uh, Dustin and Connor because I think if Dustin wins, he should get the shot. If Connor wins, no chance in hell. I don't think he deserves a title shot, bro. He's on a fucking like three fight losing streak for crying out loud. I think you give it to Justin. Gaethje? Yeah. He's the only one without a fight. And he's not going to fight Benny. He'll still fight him, probably. They, I know they're friends, but, like, I they're, still... They're really good friends. I know they're really good friends, but, like, I mean, we're talking about a title shot here. You think you think if Justin Gaethje... Just say, just say, Justin Gaethje knocks out Oliveira. You don't think Benny will fight Justin for that title? I think Benny would, you know, give it a that's, chance. That's a, that's a different story, dude. That's life-changing. That's yeah. life-changing money. Yeah. Well, and um, because they're saying, you know, Benny will probably move up to five. You got Dustin, Connor, Gaethje, and uh, who else is up in there? Well, you have to move Tony out of the top ten. I would say you have to move him at least out of the top five because he was number five. And he you got him. No, he's done. He's out the top 15, period. I don't know if you can drop significantly like that. That's three in a row, bro. Three in a row that wasn't close. 
It wasn't close. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, let's see. So lightweight rankings. You got who's in the top ten? Who's in the top ten? Dustin one, Justin, Dustin Poirier one, Justin Gaethje two. Charles moves up to the championship spot. I'm gonna beat the shit out of this dog. Not really. <laughs> um, so you have Dustin so at what? Poye is one. Okay. Gaethje is two. Okay. Oliveira moves from three to the championship spot. Okay. Chandler is four. So okay. Chandler will move up to three. Ferguson drops out of the top five. Uh, out of the top ten. Out of the top fifteen. I, I would say Ferguson's probably gonna drop down to nine. Where Benny was. No way, bro. He has to get out the top 15. I doubt it. Unless they cut him. Oh, he's on that verge. He is. He's close. Um, and uh, let's see. So after Tony, you got McGregor at six. Doesn't deserve to be there at all. RDA at seven. Oh. Hooker at eight. Benny Ooh. at nine. Benny's probably going to jump up to five. Uh, so what I'm seeing the top five looking at is uh chandler three uh mcgregor four and probably benny at five so what you get benny chandler off that loss Mm, maybe um you know i i don't know what i would give him who's in the top five again like who 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 does not have a fight right now Gaethje. Well, he can't. I mean, he's going to probably go straight to the title shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, he's the next one because he fought even lost. So where do you put, where do you put, um, where do you put, uh, Benny? Benny's five. Benny's five? Yeah, Benny is five. I think Benny will probably fight the loser of McGregor Poirier, um, rather than uh, you know fighting Chandler. Okay. I think Chandler. I think Chandler uh, might fight the loser. I would say he fights the loser of the next title fight. You know, uh, just to get back in there. Um, it's all, it's so hard with matchmaking though. Cause it like, is. I would say anyone inside of the top 10 outside of Paul Felder, uh, cause you got Islam Makachev too. I forgot about Islam. Islam's going to move up. Gregor Gillespie's at 12. He'll move up. I forgot about Gregor. Uh, Kevin Lee, whenever he comes nah. back, he'll move up. Uh, we will by default. Pretty much. Um, but I mean, like, you got so many people right there in the lightweight division that you could give them. I mean, Dan Hooker. Uh, give him Islav Makachev. Who, Hooker? Either one. Islav Makachev needs a fight. He needs to come back soon. That's a that's a dark horse into that division as well. I think someone was saying uh, give uh, Chandler Islam. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, if he's willing to take the fight, you know, 
that's just straight wrestler on wrestler right there. But neither yeah. of them fight like wrestlers. Nah, nah. Is uh Chandler throws bombs, obviously, and he has a lot of power in his hand. Obviously, well, he showed it. And Islam, I would say, is just more violent Khabib, you know? <laughs> just he's got a better stand-up game. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, so dude, the rest of that uh card we we mentioned let's go to the top of the prelims of this uh first of all this whole card was amazing by the way i thought it was great other than um, a couple of the judging decisions the judging was horrible obviously which which judging, texas which judges did you think was pretty bad uh the lando venata mike grundy oh fight. he clean he clean lando cleanly won that fight like unanimous and they gave him a split decision yep but um, you know, a lot of the fighters didn't let it go to decision. No, which, there's a lot of finishes, uh, dude. And even like some of the ones that did, like uh, the Rogerio Bontarine, like one card I didn't necessarily agree with on that, but it was clear he fair he won. Chikagian, I could have given that fight to to Vivi. I think the uh, I think Vivi won that fight. I could have given it to her. Chikagan didn't do a damn thing. She didn't do I think she lost. I think she, I think uh, Chikagan lost rounds one and two, and then she won the third. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, Benny, that was clear. Like, I, I would have given that, uh, you know, bro. 30, bro. 45 across the board. So, all right, we're going to come back to that. So, the prelim fight, Jacare Souza obviously lost. And he got his arm fucking broke. Yeah, he broke his humerus. I get he was he said he felt so disrespected because he because his opponent said that he was the better grappler. Jacare is obviously a multi-time world champion, ADC world champ. He got his arm broke by Hunter Gracie and still won that and still won that championship. And uh he kept on taking him down because he's just like, no, I'm gonna prove that I'm a better grappler, and his arm got snapped. Because he got yeah, one bar. And because he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He he left that arm out and then didn't Which, do anything to get it back. Huge mistake. Um, that's like white belt level stuff. Yeah. Uh even that's though a mistake I make. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, yeah. So obviously it's a sad thing. I saw Jocker Ray's American debut. I was at Strike Force St. Louis. And he came out and he did the alligator thing, yeah. walking out. They had the stage for Strike Force and uh and he ended up winning his debut. And I was like, dude, this guy's dope. This guy's amazing. End up becoming Strike Force fucking champ, by the way, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, came over to the UFC and like he was so close to getting a title shot. And a guy named Robert Whitaker came along and stopped that out of nowhere, you know. He's been close um, a few times. He's been close a, a lot, dude. A lot, but unfortunately, I I just think like sometimes there's an end of the road. I would never say when is your end of the road, but like it's uh. Oh, well, he's in the Chris Weidman situation right now. It's they're fucking both, close, dude. They're they're both old. They're both coming back from a pretty bad break. Like Ariel Helwani posted a picture of uh like what they have to do to fix the humerus, and it's basically a plate down the whole back of your upper arm, like inside the tricep and everything yeah and so he he's gonna have to get that done at 41 like, it is not good at 41 that that's 
I would say that's pretty much a wrap. You know, um, UFC will take care of him, get him a surgery, but he'll never fight again. Sucks, dude. You can do jiu-jitsu tournaments, and I think he just hoping he's about to open up Chakaray's gym. Which, if I was a kid trying to do jiu-jitsu, that's an amazing place to go learn jiu-jitsu from. Obviously, yeah. You know, um, that'd be like Anderson opening up a Muay Thai gym around here, like, which yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, a, like in Tor- he has one in Torrance, like yeah. Spider, like you know, Muay Thai. But uh, yeah, man, it's just, uh, dude, he had a great fucking career. He had a great career. He won a title in a major organization. Um, He fought for it in Dream, too. I know. So I know. He has had an amazing career, but uh, you can't skip out on Father Time. So uh, that's it. Um, That's unfortunate. Uh, I don't know why. Every time we watch a card lately, something fucking breaks or something. (laughs) Something bad fucking happens for some reason. You know? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like what the fuck is I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I don't either. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I hurt some legends getting knocked the fuck out. You know, yeah, I mean, dude. Fuck, dude. Like it. It is. It is like life changing injuries that are happening, dude. Yeah, and it's a huge changeover that's happening in the UFC right now too. All the it's stars changing on the guards, changing yeah. over the guards. You know, all the like, stars that were around like in the early days, like even maybe just five years ago, are changing over. It's everything changing, dude. It's died. I mean, when we were growing up, I, I remember when people held those titles. They held them for a long time. We were coming up. BJ Penn was at fifty five. Could not be fucking touched. Matt Hughes was at 70, and then George St. Pierre took it over. Could not be touched. Anderson Silva could not be touched. Um, 205 changed over for a lot, like, for a good while. It was Until Chuck- John. Yeah, I know. But it was Chuck Liddell Shogun. for a very good while. Yep, Shogun. And then Rampage for a little bit. And then once John came in, that was a fucking rap. Yeah. And then Heavyweight always changed over. Brock for a little bit. And then once came the last West came over, it was like good luck. Yeah. Well, and uh oh, who's the big big Dutch fucker? Um Overeem as well. Oh yeah. Overeem. Yeah, Overeem fucking yeah, blew apart like, his spleen or something. Yeah, like it it is dude. And then Jermistrius had it for a long, and then I think right favorite, and then it was Domino Cruz for a very long time. Like it's mm-hmm. Jose Aldo could not even be stopped at 45. And like, look and at all Connor. these guys now. Yep. Connor. And then Connor, like, Connor, I don't think he didn't defend ever, it. He'd never he, defend it. I don't think he, I don't think he defended any title. I don't know that he's ever defended other than the 155 title against, uh, could I believe, I believe you are correct. He never he, defended the title. No, he won it. And then he moved up to 55 B Eddie, uh, and then he fought Nate a few times, making his money. Yep. And then his first title defense, I think, was against Khabib. Oh, yeah. He, he And he got mad. No. No, 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 no. I, I think, I believe Khabib was the champ at the time. I think he got stripped or he lost oh, it. Oh, Yeah. He got stripped, I think, because he had some legal him. issues. Yeah, they suspended him from the bus incident. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, like, he, yeah, like it's, it's, uh, dude, it's fucking changing over. Like Israel, 
like, I mean, Adesanya might be like the new Anderson Silva of like, I mean, first of all, he beat Anderson Silva. He might hold a title for a long time. Well, we'll see how that goes with Marvin up next. Because yeah. those two fought before, and I don't imagine. And it was close. Worse, but... it, was, it, it was close. I yeah. think Adesanya might actually finish him this time, dude. But Marvin Vittori is looking pretty good. It is looking pretty good, though, but we'll see. Um, yeah, but, but I see uh, I see Izzy is like, you know, kind of like John. Like John, whenever, know. you know, his first matchup, it might go, you know, five rounds and be a decision. That's exactly, yeah. But the second matchup, John always finishes. I mean, look at Gus when he fought Gustafson. That was bad, dude. That was bad. He he flattened Gus out on his stomach, took his back, and choked him out. You know? So. I know. I know, dude. Fuck, dude. So, I mean, ugh. Yeah, I think that might, I think exactly, I think that might happen. So, yeah, man, dude, all these new stars, all these new things coming up. Like, I, I who would have thought fucking Charles Oliveira, by the way? No one. Come off on the ashes. No one, especially if you're a boxing fan and you're watching MMA, you're like, what's this dude with a 28 record? I know. Doing winning the championship. Hey, hey, fucking Michael Bixping. Yeah. He won his. Yeah, he took a long time to win his. A long time. But you know what? I just think, like, I really believe MMA is so difficult to win a title. Like, it's going to take fucking time. Like, you know, it's not just boxing when you can just focus on one skill set and you're like, you know, and then everybody ain't fucking John Jones. No. You know, like yeah. he was like one of the ones that like early 20s, early 20s, youngest champion ever. Like yep. when you ever see a young champion anymore, because like uh, Bokanowski, what is what, like 30, 31? Like, I think he's 33. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes time to build up all these skill sets, like yeah. takedown defense, jiu-jitsu, stuff like that. You know, like, it just takes time. And then heavyweights, they don't win their title till they're like 30, 36 or 35. Yeah, Francis is like 36, I think. That's what I'm saying. Like, it takes time in MMA, dude. Like, yep. yeah. Like, yeah. Rose, I think, is the youngest female champion right now. Probably. For I sure. think she's like 28. And then before he rose, right, Yuana, how many fucking Mortai fights did fucking Yuana have and go through the gutter of all those fights did she did she do before coming over to the fucking UFC? Right. Yeah. So like nowadays they want like you're not even getting to the UFC until you're 28, 29, 30. That's what I'm saying. Unless you're lucky, you know? Yeah. Um yeah, there you don't really hear about a fighter like Darren Till, I think was one of the younger ones that I remember That's for a weird. while. And he, I think he just turned 30. Yeah. And then think about, um, also think about one, uh, one person that they got brought over that was older. Glover Teixeira got brought over when he was like 33 or 34, bro. When he's 43 fighting Jan for the title. Like it just takes time. Dude. Yeah. Like, I think like if you are young and you got brought over, either you went to the ultimate fighter or or now you're on the contender series, but then you got to take your time on the contender series because what, like you're going to, they're going to throw you in one of these vets. Like, I think they're actually like trying to groom them now because like, what's going to happen. They're trying to, but Jamie, speaking of prelims, Jamie Pickett from the contender series, he got knocked out by Jordan, Wright. Exactly. But um, you know what? Like Jordan, Wright Went through, it's like me and Bel- like, you have to go through the fucking tough scenes. You have to fight those tough ass people on LFA or these regional shows. Yep. Right. 
and they get brought up, but you have to go through all that shit before making it to the show, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, and, and that was it, Jordan Wright got him pretty cleanly, too. Oh, dude. What a, that was quick a good fucking one. fight. What a quick fight. Yeah. Um, You think a lot of people were taken back that his nickname is the Beverly Hills Ninja? I mean, I, the fact that he doesn't look like Chris Farley kind of sets me <laughs> that he that, that's his nickname. Because, uh, you know, Chris Farley is the Beverly Hills Ninja. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I don't give a fuck where you train at. I don't, you know, I, I don't care if you're running. I didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't know Beverly Hills had karate studios. I yeah, your guess is as good as mine. I figured they just have you know like hot yoga or something. Right? They call that a martial art. Right. But fuck. You know, it, it's uh yeah. I, the fact that he calls himself the Beverly Hills Ninja, I mean, like, good for you, but you're not the real Beverly Hills. I don't. I don't think rich people know how to fight. Fuck, dude. Yeah, he looks like he comes from money. (laughs) Dude, well, what a performance by him. I could be very wrong. He could be very wrong. He could be very wrong. (laughs) But he came up poor as fuck, came up in the streets, was homeless for like 10 years. Could have been. Learned to fight because someone saw him and they were like, that kid's big as shit. Like, let's get him to fight. Like, but, you know, just looking at him. He's got that like pretty boy haircut. Dude, your nickname is the Beverly Hills Ninja, bro. Yeah, come on. How much like it just screams like I drive a Prius and you know live in a studio apartment in LA. Like nothing, nothing wrong with that. I've been there. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You're still halfway there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I mean, fuck, dude. Yeah. You go yeah, and you have a uh, you have an acai bowl for breakfast every day. It's your yep. local beach spot. Mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, baby. Yeah, still Bro- building up fucking killers for some it's reason. Not, I guess it's not Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> so something else on this card. Um, one of my favorite fights. I, I dude, I love him, dude. Um, so. I'm going to kind of get into my knockout of the week, actually. First, I was picking that. First of all, we did have another fight card. It was 1FC. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, barely. But, but, like, I mean, I, I didn't know it was fucking on. You were sending me messages about that at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I know. I know, dude. And I, don't, I forgot what day it was. It was, like, on a Thursday or some shit, right? Uh, I think it was Friday. Yeah, dude, they gotta do a better type of advertising for crying out loud. Well, they do. They do for the uh, when they have the American fighters on when they're on TNT. But that's bullshit, though. You know, I I just woke up and I just seen people getting knocked out overseas, fucking left to right. That fucking knockout I showed you, dude. Jesus Christ, that that fucking uh, switch kick, like that fucking roundhouse kick to the fucking face, and the kid was out cold. I can't even say the kid's name. What was the kid's name? Do you know? Like, uh, let me pull it up. Cause, uh, the white kid that lost, um, Sean Clancy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, so that's a Muay Thai fight. So one FC does something weird where they have, they do the Muay Thai fights with the gloves on with the MMA gloves, but they'll also, uh, they'll put in different styles of martial arts on one card. Um, like straight jujitsu matches. 
like just straight up jujitsu grappling matches. And speaking of one jujitsu matches, Gordon Ryan's got his first one over there uh, already set up. Shit, dude. But it was Sean Clancy lost to, uh, I'm going to just call him Tawan Chai because I, <laughs> I don't. That's what's on the screen on the UFC thing. But then looking at the screen on 1FC, his name is like 18 words long. And I have no oh, idea how to say any of that. Uh-uh. Um, because it, like it ends in like Muay Thai gym. And it's just like, I, that doesn't sound real to me. Um, yeah, but he, if you guys want to go back and watch that fight, that was a crazy ass knockout, dude. That was a clean, a clean ass knockout. Yeah. Straight round kick to the face. Like, you know. There was an American on the card uh, at Adam Waite, which is probably why no one cares. Um, yeah, but the other fight that I did know, besides that knockout, which is pretty amazing, um, the new heavyweight champion of the world yeah. um, is the first ever Indian world champion in any promotion ever. Yep, Arjan Bular. Yeah, and he trains at AKA. Um, I believe he lives in Canada, but he'll come to AKA. Um, and train there, um, freestyle wrestler. Um, and he also uh, beat up Brendan Vera for the title. He beat Brendan Vera. And Brendan Vera actually had a fucking resurgence over there. Um, yeah. A huge resurgence, dude. He got cut. And then, and then um, yeah. And, and plus, Brendan Vera, I like him, man. Like, uh, remember when I was an amateur and I was visiting Alliance and he goes like, Ian, you should come to the pro day. I was just trying out regular stand-up class. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, dude. Like, if you're gonna turn pro, you might as well come anyway. And they didn't. He didn't charge me or anything. And I got to, uh, dude. I got to fucking wrestle, like, inspired with Ross Pearson mm-hmm. and everything. And Dom was there, and um, and Jeremy Stevens were, was Chandler was there at the time, as well. And uh, yeah, he invited me in. And really good dude. Um, but yeah, dude. What a huge resource. He actually moved to Florida. He's out of Henry Hoofs now, too, wow. as well. He's out of Henry Hoofs. Um, I mean, he ended up losing the title, but the point is, at least he had a title at 1FC. You know, he got yeah. cut from the UFC, and he got the title at 1FC. They actually promoted him pretty well. And, uh, yeah, but he lost it to uh, the guy. I can't even – what's his name again? Arjan Boulard. Yeah. Dude, I think he's a, a stud, dude. He's gonna be a champ for a long time. I wanna, I want him. I want the UFC to bring him over. Mm, uh, UFC will probably make him go to Bellator before he goes to UFC. Either one, see. come to the states, bro. Yeah, at least fight in the states against like a in a good promotion. Like get a couple good fights in over here. But at the same time, I'm not saying one FC is a bad promotion, it's, but I'm saying like in a good promotion here in the states. Don't like go, I, like, I, I want to see you. I want to see you against a Wyan Bader. You know. Yeah, I would say I. I would like if Bellator would do more of like the Cross promotion, money. the promotion versus promotion type fights that they did with Ryzen. I'm down I just, with that. With one for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't think Ryzen has. You know, Ryzen had the one fighter that had the good enough talent to do it. I don't know. Well, they probably got one of the best fighters on the planet with. Uh, um, what is it? Is it Horiguchi? Yeah, it's Horiguchi. Yeah. Horiguchi. He, held, he he's the reason they're having that tournament, right? Exactly. Now. Horiguchi is probably I one of the top fighters in the world. Period. Yeah, because he took the title off of uh, 
Darren Caldwell, dude. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he beat Darren Caldwell for it. Unfortunately, and I love Darren's my boy. I love Darren Caldwell. I think he's world class, but he beat Darren Caldwell, dude. Yeah. And uh, also, too, like uh, Horiguchi went all five rounds with Demetrius Johnson, dude, in his prime. And had him in some trouble as well. Like, Horiguchi does not play around. And then everybody at American Top Team says, like, when he's on the mat, like, everybody's doing and on. Like, he's one of the top guys. Yeah. Uh, they called, bro, all right, you know American Top Team has dorms, right? Yep. And they said Horiguchi's always in camp. He's living over there. They called the dorm room Horiguchi Hall. Has a sign. Damn. They call it Horiguchi Hall. Like, that... Like that says something. Like he's mm-hmm. he's such a huge figure. I will, dude. I that's another person I want him to come back to the states because, like, I uh, I think Ryzen's cool with the promotions only when they cross promote, obviously, because I can't find them fucking anywhere unless they cross promote. And I don't know who the fucks on their roster, bro. Like that, they're doing a tournament just so he can get fights. You know, he needs to, yeah, come they're... over, bro. Like honestly. They're more like a Asian regional promotion, I would say, that has a good enough backing to be, you know, on like TV and everything oh, over there. But they fucking sell out the Tokyo Dome. But that, but well, that's just I think that's the Asian culture in martial arts. I, you know, I think if, that's insane, dude. I think if UFC went over to the Tokyo Dome, they'd probably sell that pitch out too. Maybe I think any fights, any martial arts, is just that's just what they do in fucking Japan, you know. Yeah, well, I bet if uh, with one with the the Gordon Ryan jujitsu uh, card, whatever card he's on for that, I think if they put that in the Tokyo Dome, that's gonna do gangbusters over there. And because he's fighting Shinya Aoki, I know, dude. I love Shinya Aoki. That's one fight wild. I want. That's one fight I definitely want for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love Shinya Aoki. Um, yeah, man. That is uh that is crazy. Like, so what I was trying to say, hope we got a track. I thought that knockout that he had was gonna be knockout of the week because they were standing tall before until Edson Barbosa and Shane Burgos. That was such a weird one too, man. How that one went down. Yeah, like first of all, what a great fucking fight. Um yeah. So one fight of the night. And that is my fight of the week. (laughs) No, actually, like, yeah, that was my fight of the week. I was trying to go back and forth between Chandler and Oliveira, but like, bro, you want to talk about like just standing your ground and trading and stuff like that. I'm surprised Burgos, he's probably hurting today. Haven't reached out and talked to him. I bet they're both hurting today. (laughs) Let's let's I mean, okay. I bet they both hurting, but I'm be shocked if Burgos can't walk. I'd be shocked if Barbosa could walk. I, I know. Mean, Both his, of them. His leg was bleeding too. Yeah, dude. What a fuck. That was a fucking war, dude. Like, that was a gangster ass fucking fight by him. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't even know. Like, I've been a big Shane Burgos fan for a long time before he came on the scene, messaged him and stuff like that. He's such a cool dude to talk to. And um, a person that I talked to about him because he's from, um, is it? It's Tigers. He's from Tigers from New York. Yeah. So um, 
a person that was from there is Ryan Hall. He he started there, right? And me and Ryan Hall were training together and doing shit conditioning. I'm like, hey, you know Shane Burroughs? He goes, the fucking jiu-jitsu guy? And I was like, yeah. I was like, nah, dude. Like Shane, because Shane, I mean, I watched Shane's debut and that's when I came a friend. And I'm like, messing, I'm like, dude, good shit. And he started following me back and we start talking to each other. I'm like, nah, man, like Shane has hands. And he goes, he does? And he goes, like, dude, when I was there, like Shane's a really good black belt. Like yeah. he's a really good jujitsu guy. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He goes, yeah, bro. Like his jujitsu's top notch. Never seen him do a fucking takedown at all. Have you? Like, no. I think if he gets taken to the ground, he probably he can do. He could use it to like yeah. get up, probably though. Like but you know, he's uh he's definitely more of a striker than anything. Bro, all his fights have been bangers. All his fights have been bangers. I would not even know that he had a fucking black belt. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, I would have never guessed. Like, Raya Hall had to tell me the inside scoop about it, you know? And think well, about a fighter that just like, oh, I'm going to just take Shane down, you know, because like I'm tired of getting pieced up. Like, Raya Hall told me like, dude, like, he's like, bro, he's nobody to fuck with on the ground. Never seen him use it whatsoever. Well, you'd never know Caitlin Chikagian has a High level jujitsu I mean, belt. I, I mean, you can call it. <laughs> I mean, come on, Keegan. Hey, man. Come on, I'm, Keegan. Just, I'm just saying. Come I'm just on, saying. Keegan. Just high level jujitsu belt. Who the <laughs> fuck did he she get her belt under? I just want Henzo, I think. Oh, well, okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, Henzo's the big one up there. Oh, it's, okay. not under, it's not under John Danner, I can tell you that. It's, uh, Okay, I'll give you Enzo. I mean, if it is Enzo, but I mean, every time we do see her get finished, like it's mostly on the ground. I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't. Say and that. then, and then, and that fight against Vivian, she got. Didn't she get controlled on the ground? Uh, very much so. Exactly. Like you know, like so. I mean, okay. Well, like, and I guess she came out before this fight and said, like, you know, I never. She really did nothing but wrestling. Yeah. Because she'd never worked her wrestling before, even though she's married to a fucking all NCAA All American. Yeah, an All American college wrestler. Yep, Kyle. He... Kyle, I know fucking Kyle. I tried to do Keegan after my win. Remember, I flew out to New York to eat pizza. Yeah, and that's who I was gonna do privates with. Like he is when it comes to wrestling, he's the shit, bro. Yeah, and the fact he's that up there. the fact that you're married to the dude and. You don't can't, train. can't even take it. What happened in the fight, Keegan? You got taken down a lot. <laughs> a lot. I saw, I saw a lot <laughs> of Caitlin Chikagian on her back. <laughs> like two whole rounds of it. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I mean, like, I mean... You, you, I, have, I, 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 you we saw. Oh, go ahead. You go sleep. Ahead. You sleep with the best asset <laughs> that you could have as a coach, and you fuck it up. <laughs> Those were easy takedowns too. You could say the one Charles got on Chandler was an easy takedown too, though. Okay. Well, he jumped a guillotine, so that's given. He put himself. Chandler put himself on his back. Yeah, 
Like he was in deep on that shot. <laughs> he was yeah. in hella deep. I think he was going to get taken down either way, but I think he's like, you got to make a decision. Do I scramble and get up or do I wrap yeah. around his neck? You know, I, to, to be fair, if I have to take down Michael Chandler, it's like going to look like I'm trying to lay down and take a nap or something, you know? I like, mean, but like it's, it's uh Chandler did get taken down. He did. He got he taken did, down put on his he, back. Yeah, he did get taken down. But I mean, I mean, if we're talking, if I would have, he got back up. Yeah, and he did it in a very orth- unorthodox way. You know, he didn't- uh, the way that Devin asked me, how do you defend a body triangle? Right. You usually, you roll to the side that the foot is on. Exactly. To right. Relieve so, the pressure. Exactly. Right. And then if you actually push down on their knee, you can probably break their fucking ankle. Like, you know, yeah. like, because the pressure is so tight. He didn't do any of that because Charles Oliveira is so fucking long. He extended his leg. So he was stuck on that side. And I honestly thought I was like, oh, he's in fucking trouble. And she goes, why can't he roll over on the other side? I'm like, look at his bottom leg. He's mm-hmm. extending his leg. So he can't roll over. He had he had like a, a mini lockdown. On him yeah. From the bottom. I- and what did Chandler do? Like, he did the right thing of fighting hands. He had the grip over the shoulder, which is smart. Fighting hands. And he explodes in turn. Like, for kids doing jiu-jitsu, like, that's a, like, a 3% chance. Yeah. You have, you of, have get, of, getting, of getting out of that move. That ain't normal no. at all. There, at you, all. Have, you have a higher risk of, you know, getting choked yeah because what's gonna happen if somebody does that only thing you're gonna do is like they're just gonna follow you you probably might get flattened out on your stomach because you turn so hard and they're already sticking to you like glue but Chandler somehow some way maybe because of the exchanges they were sweating so much like you know I know it was the first round like somehow some way that fucking happened well Oliveira was bleeding too so that can be a factor as well, but like, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Yeah," but that's, I told her like, that's just not normal no. of what happened. Yeah, you know, like you actually have to. All right, I have to roll over. I have to put pressure on the ankle. I have to dive in. It's a long process to fucking get out of that, mm-hmm. you know. But he fucking got out. Yep. Fucking got out. But so, yeah. Back to, back to the Shane Burgos knockout. Back we're way off track yes i know we've been getting way <laughs> off track this time we've been getting way off track today i was just so excited for all the fights and everything so uh, yeah it's nice um, to have one card to, to watch <laughs> exactly i think that's why yeah exactly um so back to the team Burgos fight a because that's how we got off track explain about his high level jiu-jitsu stuff like that yeah. but he throws hands beautiful hands loves digging into the body asking Barbosa was kicking him he fucking kicked asking Barbosa back as my boss was like, what the fuck is this? Probably because I've never been kicked like this before because I'm the one doing the kicking. Yeah. Um, the reason why it's knockout of the week is because I've been knocked out once to my body, right? Against Joey Davis, right? Yeah. Completely underestimated him because I just thought we were going to fucking wrestle and I can wrestle fuck him because he was a wrestler, right? I thought I had better hands and he spun and kicked in my body and I walked right through it. Maybe I should have jumped up the way. I just didn't have any respect for his power. It hit my liver, and I thought I was good. And then I took a step back, and then my body shut down and crumbled, and I could not do anything about it. Like, 
I was walking forward, my hands up, and then my hands dropped. And then I just covered up in the ball. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do anything. Like my body just took over and I couldn't fucking move. Yeah. It was the most excruciating pain ever. And after 20 or 15 seconds, it completely went away and I felt like I can fight again. But the feeling of my body shutting down, I could not control any anything about it. I never had that experience ever in my fucking life. Yeah. Now, that's what usually happens when you get hit to the liver. That's what Shane did when he got hit in the head, which is not fucking normal, bro. It didn't even look like that hard of a shot. Like, it was like to the temple. He took it. He took it. He ate it. Just sat there and ate the the temple shot. He was taking a lot of shots, though. Like, he was eating all of them. I think that's his style, though. He eats it and he returns. He eats it and he returns, you know? But he ate it and then he took one step back and and then his legs gave out. But then the scary part. His eyes, bro. When you look yeah. at his, his eyes, rolled back in the head when he hit the fence. Yeah, um, he was he was out out when he fell against the fence. It's crazy. Yeah. By the way, dick move. Edson by hitting him a couple of times on the yeah, but that's ground. I get know, it. I get it. I don't, I I don't get know it, that but... Edson knew what was going on either. So don't hit him. Well, that's, so like, don't telling, hit him. that's like telling Jorge not to punch Ben. I no. Jorge. He, he hated. Jorge. He knew Jorge had it. Damn well, that Ben was dead. You can't tell me he didn't know that. At the press conference, he said that he thought he was going to get up. That's why. He <laughs> That's what everyone's going to say. But he but, knew damn well that Ben. I'm not going to lie. The way that Shane fell, I looked on the side. I looked at Dana stand yeah. up. I've never seen the look of concern on his face. Well, Dana forced him to go to the hospital, even though Shane said he felt fine because he'd never seen a delayed knockout like that. And I don't know mm-hmm. that I've ever seen I don't think too. we ever have. No, I don't think we ever have. That's one of the first, dude. But that's like you have to be dealing with a lot of just head trauma in general to have a delayed knockout like that. Usually that's what happens. You take shots and you take one and then you're out because your brain's like, uh, uh-uh. like yeah. we're done. Like, you know, but dude, that was um, I ain't going to lie, dude. That was pretty fucking scary, bro. Yeah, that well, was got, really scary, dude. He got up and he was talking to Edson right afterwards, too, though. That's the thing. So and another scary part, he asked what happened. Oh, yeah. But most people do when they get out, knocked out, out. I know, dude. But like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? Like, that was I was like, fuck, dude, I just lost a friend. I felt like one of those. I think like his body, right. his body didn't move when no. he laid there. Like, you know, like he was out for like a little bit. Like it was just yeah. crazy, but he was he he's been uh, commenting today, so he commented on that Ariel Helwani post about uh, Jacare, uh having to have the surgery on his arm. Oh shit! Really? So well, that's good. Oh, I was saying yeah. all shit about Jacare's arm, but uh, Shane, that, that's Shane good. gave the prayer hands on there. Somebody give prayer hands to him. Nah, he's not, you know, the one who's 41 and, you know, has a fucked up arm right now. That's true. But like, and then Shane's a fan favorite now. Like, you know, he's always been, I think, for a very good while. But like, I I think he's going to have to take some time off, bro. He'll have probably three months off before he can get back into training. Because usual, usual knockout protocol is what? 180 days. So six months, Hmm. roughly. If So. so... If you get, I take that back. Sorry, not 180, 90. So 90. three months, three months off before you're cleared to train. And, and they takes said, a little no bit sparring. 
no yeah. sparring. Like they said, they always tell me I've been knocked out once uh, to the head, only been knocked out once to the body. Um, and this happened in glory. And, uh, and they said like, Hey, if we catch you sparring a video, it will be extended. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've, I've heard that too. And they said like Bisbing, cause I remember you got knocked out one time. Like if you get a fight offer, like UFC is like, Hey, it's been two months. Boom. Can you fight? If it's it, within that 90 days, you have to go get a CAT scan to be released, to be cleared before, yeah. or you just wait the whole 90 days. And my suggestion for all the young people coming up and stuff like that, you wait the fucking 90 days and you take a little bit more time. Even after that, that's nothing to fuck. Like my, they said I was a slight concussion and I had to wear fucking glasses on inside the building just to watch TV. And that's how bad it was. I and I, yeah, when I got knocked out, I didn't have to wear glasses or anything like that. But, you know, I, still had I wasn't knocked out cold. Like, you know, I still I remember was. what happened, <laughs> you know, but like you, bro, you, uh, I always put it this way. Like I, you'll talk about this. Um, my kids, like uh, if they get a concussion, I, I said, this is going to also segue into the Tony Ferguson situation. Yeah. Um. So. Because before I go, before I say this, that was fight of the week as well. I think my boss got knocked out of the week as well, just because of that weird circumstance. And it was a beautiful fight. It was awesome. Yep. I, I always got taught from my coaches like, hey, you have two arms, two legs, right? You have 10 fingers, right? Um, but you only have one brain. <laughs> True. Right? So he goes, you need to take care of it. You only have one. If you do break your arm, at least it can grow back. At least yeah. you can have surgery. I tore my ACL. Guess what? I had surgery. I got it repaired. You know, I tore my bicep. I had surgery. I got repaired. You know, um, yeah, you always, you know, um, I had two eye surgeries that were successful. I had a hole in my retina on both eyes. They repaired it. And even Bisbing said he went to the club. He started a slight. Like thinking his eye, that's when he decided he retired, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro, you only got one fucking brain, dude. You take as much time. Like Freddie Roach said with from one of his guys gets knocked out, he makes him take off a year. Which is a smart thing to do because you it's, never know the lasting effect. We still exactly. don't know the lasting effects of head trauma. I mean, even from like accidents or like a car accident, you might not hit your head, but there's still, you know, brain trauma in there. Bro, the the scariest one, you think Edson Babosa was scary? When Frankie Edgar got knocked out from Sanhagen, the flying the knee, knee, he said, he said, out. he said, he doesn't even remember the training camp. He doesn't no. even remember getting called to get ready for the fight. You know how scary that is, bro? Well, the longer you're out, I think the, the worse it is on your brain because that's the lack of oxygen flowing to it. It's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. Like, you don't even remember, he doesn't remember him signing a date to get ready for that fight. That is scary Jesus. as hell. That's another, that, that's another person I think like, hey, dude, for your health and safety, maybe well, you need to hang it up, you know? We haven't heard anything about him. We really. haven't. So We haven't. That's a so, good thing. Another segue, when I was going to talk to you about my coach, um, saying you only had one brain, he also said something smart too. He goes, Ian, if you're ever caught in a submission... Um, 
if it's a joint lock, which means an arm bar, right? He, which means a Kimura, which means a heel hook. He say you tap. Yep. He said, if you're caught in a choke, he said, just go to sleep because you can wake back up. He said, but you cannot wake back up from a broken fucking arm. No. Segue into the Tony Ferguson, Benny Dadayush fight. He probably got something torn in his knee for sure. Then he said he heard something pop. He probably has a torn ACL or torn meniscus for all you kids. When they do little kids jujitsu, by the way, they don't let things get fully extended. No. Right? They, if you're doing jujitsu and a kid comes back, they don't let you go back all the way. The referee comes and stops and, and say, stop the stop. And the kids cry because I didn't tap. They don't, you're too young. Okay. There's no reason you need to go through that because what Benny had on Tony was like a it's career double, ending. That, and that's like two levels of torque there too. So you're putting the torque on the, on the ankle and you're putting the torque on the knee by having it come cross body Bro. and turning that knee out the opposite direction. Once again, in jiu-jitsu, me being a world so mellow and a uh, uh, world champ, uh, if you're not a brown or black belt, you're not allowed to do heel hooks. I didn't realize the grappling credentials Benny had. They were talking uh, about I it. I could have told you that, bro. I could have told you that. He's legit. I, I would <laughs> you know? I, I, because they're both our friends, Um, I even talked to Biddy. He talked to me this morning. He texted me this morning because I was like, hey, hey, man, like, I, I love Benny a lot. Good luck. And I know me and Tony went through our things. Tony has taught me a lot of things in my personal career. I will always take for the rest of my life. Um, Benny, which after this, um, I'm actually going to go train with Benny <laughs> when Ooh. he comes back, actually. Um, I... I'm getting ready to do IBJJF June 12th at the Atlanta Open. Nice. Right? So I'm uh, coming out of grappling retirement to do that so I can get ready for fights. But uh, I was considered one of the best grapplers in the world. Still am. But, like, I want to win another world title and get back to it. And I'm going to start competing even in between fights and that. But um, I told my wife, I have trained with both. I've taken Tony down several times. Um, also rode... And Russell with Benny. It's something I never fucking felt before. <laughs> it's something I never felt before. And I, I and that's one of my strengths. I have never felt somebody the tenacity and the power. And like I think I stick to people like glue. Like, bro, Benny's on a whole nother fucking level. He won a world title at a brown belt, bro. Yeah. Well, and but like looking how he handled Tony Ferguson, everyone views as really good grappler. You know, like he's got the USA wrestling tattoo. He came in as a wrestler. Um, but, Black build under Eddie Bravo, by the way, too. But really also, nasty dark chokes as well. Going, you know? going back to what Dean Thomas said on the side, it's like when you're in hot water, what do you do? You rely on your basics. What does Tony do? Nothing. He'll roll and stuff like that, which is really strange because Tony was a high level wrestler. Um, he won a, a, a division two national champ, which um, D1, D2, D3, I always tell my kids, NII stands for opportunities. It doesn't matter because I know some NII. Kamar Usman is an NII guy. 
Yeah. And he fucking took down Tyron Woodley like fucking crazy. And Tyron was yeah. the one, you know? He didn't he I, didn't have the control time if anything. No, no, no. Like, but uh I said like uh 10th planet is very unique the way that they will give up stuff and stuff like that. Benny's traditional, yeah, very traditional jujitsu, you know. Yeah. Um, one of my students I did privates with all the time asked me, like, hey, where's the traditional jujitsu? place to go to he's under benny he has a blue belt under benny right um and uh i'm like dude yeah benny's a really good guy really fucking good Uh, he just seems like a good dude like i like his really good call out of elon musk afterwards that was hilarious (laughs) which i think is amazing but i just want a safe car for my kid (laughs) it's true dude one of the safest cars on the planet that's what they say yeah um but um i say this when i was overseas we went for December for the troops and we were there for three weeks and I had a fight January 35, like 23rd at the form, another one at the form. Benny was the one that woke up and ran with me. Mm-hmm. Benny was the one that woke up and held pads for me. He's a really fucking good dude, man. Well, I was watching the embedded this week. He woke up at like four 30 on the weight cut day just to go in and, you know, start cutting that last little bit of weight. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I, I, I don't wake up. Like, I'm getting off work at 430. There's no <laughs> way you're going to get me up to do that. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like one of the nicest, kindest human beings ever, man. Yeah. Um, I really like, I'm really happy for him. I'm pretty pissed off the way that they booed him. Like, okay, look, man. Like, I dude, we got to do something with these UFC fans. He's fucking... Well, I think he, he, I think he handled it well in the post-fight press conference. He's, he said, you know, look, I don't care that you booed me, but you better ride for Tony like that, regardless of how he wins or loses or when he wins or loses. Which is respectable, which is respectable. Yeah. But because if you're an MMA fan, you got to respect, like, your boy got handled. Yeah. Well, Benny had like 12 and a half minutes of top control time over a 15-minute fight. It's insane. And he built up a minute each round. Like he took like earlier in every round, he took down Tony. And it wasn't that he was sitting on Tony. He has, Benny's got that slow grappling style that Gordon Ryan's got Mm -hmm. where he's slowly applying the pressure to move towards you. It's not that fast explosive style that you need to have. Like you can still be a very- The only explosive thing he might do is the takedown. Yeah. But at, at the same time, that that slow style, it's good for longevity and grappling. Like you can do that for a ever long time, ever. Um, but you know, he he got Tony. He had him in the heel hook. Like he exploded into that heel hook when he had the opportunity too. Well, he tore his shit, bro. Yeah, and then Tony was never the same. That like one minute of stand up that they had in the second round, and it was just like he tore his shit, dude. Yeah. You could tell looking at his leg. I, it was almost like a mercy takedown from Benny because he wasn't necessarily going for submissions. Nope. He was striking him every now and then just to kind of make sure the ref wasn't telling him to advance the position, which it's nice to see Mike Beltron back in the ring again. I miss seeing his mustache. Yeah. What happened to him? He's been acting on Mayans, bro. The spinoff of, uh, of, oh my God, I'm going to feel like an idiot. Um, uh, the motorcycle show on FX. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, no shit. 
yeah, he was acting on that. His character finally got killed off this season. Um, oh, that sucks. But he's also been uh, almost primarily a Bellator rep, I think, for yeah. most yeah, of the pandemic. Been... But it's yeah. nice to see him back in the UFC on a UFC card. Uh, I, you know, it's kind of sad that he had the mustache tucked in. I miss, miss seeing all eight feet of that. But I think uh, I think all the commissions are making him tuck tuck in his mustache. I, I think so. His, I, I haven't seen his mustache out in like a year or so, or more probably. Or maybe he's just tired of it, like flopping around when he's running around in the ring. Maybe. Or it's easier to handle with the mask on if it's tucked in. But but I thought he shaved it the first time I saw him without it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, no, he he has it on the show too. That long huh. braided mustache good it's awesome um <laughs> but uh you know he's he's a big jujitsu guy too he is most so all he, the reps are herzog is uh yep. i don't know that herb he's a black belt is he oh yeah yep. um yeah i think herzog beltron and herb yep. are all uh big black belts yeah jujitsu i know Herzog, the last fight they had at the Apex when uh, they had the tough coaches yep. in the crowd, uh, actually went over and did something with Craig Jones. Like, I asked, awesome. asked him a question about something, and, like, Craig showed him. That's dope, dude. That's yeah. dope, man. That's fucking dope. But, uh, you know, I, I like the fact that you have refs that know what they're doing in there, and they're not trying to stop the fights early. No, and, for sure. Yeah. It was nice, sure. nice to see nothing get stopped early, because that... No. That old that uh, the Oliveira Chandler fight that could have been stopped in the first round, but I'm really happy they did because it, you know letting that play out was a smart move. Yep, absolutely, I agree. What a fucking fight card! And then um, next week, dude, we have uh, UFC Fight Night: Frog versus Garbrandt. Bellator next week too. Do we? Cyborg's back. That's right. Come on, son. It's your promotion. I know, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know what? They're 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 adding. Sorry, Bellator has been off, dude. Has been wow. really off. You got Cyborg Leslie Smith. I like Leslie Smith. I two good friends. And then Darion. my boy Dan Cardwell. Darion Cardwell, Leandro Higo. That's a good ass fight. Christian Edwards, Ben Parrish. Don't know who they are. Jaleel Willis, Macon Mendonca. Uh-uh. And my boy, Austin, Austin Vanderford. Boy, Mr. Paige Bazette. Mr. Nick Tattoo himself against Leon Edwards, brother. Yeah, that's a good fight, dude. I will, uh, Leon that's Edwards. That's a really uh, good fight. Leon Edwards' brother is. Uh, I can't you ever called him Leon Edwards' brother, but he is Leon Edwards' brother. But he's they train together. A, yeah, he's like he's a good mixed martial artist, dude. Yeah, he's a really good mixed martial. I artist. saw. I saw that they made the announcement. I was like, damn, that dude looks like Leon Edwards. And then, like, I saw Leon Edwards make the post, and he's like, "We're both fighting in the states," and it's just like, "Oh shit!" Like, it's <laughs> it, they're, they're related. Uh, and you know, for all you guys that like. Valerie Lareda, she's uh she's fighting next week too. Yeah, probably against some tomato can. Hannah guy. Yep. Yeah. They, they, they she doesn't even have a her, uh, nope. She doesn't even have a picture on there. I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah, the undercard is a little underwhelming. Leah it's McCourt. It's I think horrible. she Leah McCourt's big in Europe. Um she's fighting Janae Harding. 
Uh, Alfie Davis. I like Elsie Davis. I like Elsie Davis. He's an Oklahoma boy. Uh, yeah. Good wrestler. I like Elsie Davis. Yeah, but then that uh, that Fog Garbrandt card. That's the the big one yep. for the week. And then yep. it's uh, we got a few more weeks until PFL comes back. So before it starts getting rough again. Yeah, that's the thing though. Like, it's fucking. Uh, so what do they do? They just do like four fight cards in a row, and then they take what like three they weeks put, off or some shit. So they only have six weight classes right now. So they did two weight classes per card. Okay. And then you basically have, so the first weight classes that fight, from their first fight, they have a certain amount of time until their second fight, which is, you know, if you're not injured or you're forced to take a a layoff from the commission, your second fight is within two months, I think. Okay. So you have a two-month gap between fights. And then you go back, and that's your second fight of the regular season. Call it a day. Okay. They I said like Clarissa it. Shields is supposed to fight on that June 10th card, but they released the June 10th card, and I didn't see her on it. Hmm. Um, I wonder if they're putting her, if they said she'll start uh, after the June 10th card. So maybe when the, the women fight, she'll make her debut, and it might just be like a showcase fight just to get her in there. Uh, I believe so. Unless, because uh, I know that some of the weight classes, they're eliminating people afterwards. Like, they're saying, like, uh, if they won, they got to have a second fight. If they didn't, they don't get to get a second fight. But Pettis has a second fight. Pettis is the main event uh, for again? the second card. Yeah. How? Money. That's bullshit, bro, because he got piece to fuck up. Right, but if, do you think you think Verdum's not going to be the main event on his That's, card? Uh, that was a no you, contest, sir. That was a no fucking again, contest. Again, you think Verdum's not going to be the main event on his card? I fucking get it, dude, but you got Rory. Like, Rory's going to be the main event on his card. Rory won. Yeah. I Dominantly. Hope, oh, God. I want them to set it up so that Rory fights last year's champion for the, the championship. Not Not for the regular season. I don't want that fight to happen until the playoffs. Uh the Hawaiian kid, but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves there. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but that 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 was a pretty damn good week's fight. It wasn't a lie. Uh, Felicia Spencer is back. I know, I know, I know. She she's back, and uh, then also Jack Hermanson versus uh, Edmund. That was Ed, supposed to be this week. I know, but I, I'm glad it got moved over because like last week was a this week last week this week last week. Uh, the card was a fucking stack card anyway, you know. So um if, I glad I'm really happy it got moved over. If the Hermanson Shabazian fight doesn't get moved to the co main event, I'm gonna be a little annoyed because it's just I know it's it's uh Carlos Jan, Barza. Yeah, Jan Janan and Carlos Barza, Justin Taffa, Jared Vandera. I don't even know who Jared Vandera is. Dude, on the prelim, Yancey Yancey Madeiras is on the fucking prelims. Like uh Ben Rothwell's like, on the prelims too. I know. Claudio Silva, Court McGee. Ricardo uh, Ramos is the main is the main event on the prelims. Uh they have some vets on here, bro. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, you know, like you had this fight as your your featured bout on the main card of a pay-per-view. If it's the first fight of the main card here, it's like, well, like now I'm just gonna like tune it out for a little bit like 
maybe. Mind's well, you might as well move them over to the main card. The well, Hermanson and Shabazian, like that should have been a co main event. Yeah, well, maybe they'll be smart and move it because that's just that's a big fight division. I don't honestly. even know the girl that Carla Esparza is fighting. She's ranked number three. Oh, shit. Damn. And then Norma Dumont Viana. I think Norma's last fight was against uh, Megan Anderson, if I remember correctly. Uh, I'm not that impressed with uh, Megan Anderson. Yeah, her last fight was against Megan Anderson. She got knocked out. Oh, uh, damn. So it's like... I, Megan Anderson's still a fucking free agent. Yeah, I think she's just kind of taking time for herself. She's uh, streaming on Twitch, too. Yeah. She's streaming on Twitch and doing TikToks. So, um, damn, the girl that uh, Carla Esparza is fighting is a fucking killer. So she hasn't finished anybody yet. But this is her hit list so far. She has beat Angela Hill. She has bought Kaleen Kavikovich. And she beat Claudia Adelia. Like, that's some fucking names. Yeah. So you got that's names on three her. in a row. And that's like, she's on a big win streak. Like, she has some fucking killers uh, on there. And she beat uh, Vivian. Oh, wow. As well. Like, she has, like, she has got... Oh shit. And and she beat one of my old teammates, uh Calicurn. Uh fuck, dude. Like, yeah, she has some fucking names. She's streaking in the UFC right now. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it might be a good fight to watch. Still needs to move down. I'm not we're not trying to I'm not trying to be uh sexist or anything. Like I, I'm down for the girls to fucking fight and stuff like that, but like I'm gonna be honest though that Edge and Sebastian fight and it, Jack Hermanson was a fucking main event or somewhere, right? It was, it was a, uh, a fight uh, night main event. No, it was the third fight on this past week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's a fucking huge card, and you that just was, got bumped over to like that would be a main event on any other card. Fight, I know. Darren, Darren Till when he was supposed to fight Jack Hermanson was a main event. That was I know. What the fight night was built around, and you're giving Edmund. Hermanson after this is his first fight back since getting beat by Derek Brunson. Yeah, dude. And you know, bless you. Thank um, you. And uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, if it stays there, there's you know, it's a heavy main card, and you could probably push one of those fights down on the main card to the prelims. But at the same time, like I would at least put it before Justin Taffa. Uh, that's my thing because who's justin Taffa fighting a nobody <laughs> a fucking nobody and the guy can come at me and say what he wants about <laughs> me and call me names but i don't know who the fuck you are so <laughs> again <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> well i look forward to all these fight cards next week i'm looking forward to man dan codwell uh i uh I'm so happy that he's finally getting back to action. Uh, I'm excited for him. He switched over. He's over at, uh, he was supposed to do a fucking clinic for us at my wrestling club, but uh, he actually moved to uh, Florida with Henry Hoof. Um, he said he'll be back after COVID. I mean, obviously COVID shut it down and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad he's back. 
Uh, what is it at? Thirty-five or forty-five? I think thirty-five. Dude, I'm glad. I'm glad he's back to that because I think he can win the thirty-five title. Like he was in the uh, tournament for forty-five. I think I still think he's one of the best thirty-fivers in the world. He's, yeah. Uh, it says bantamweight feature fight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Higo so last fought at one forty-five. So I guess he goes moving down. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's. Uh, Codwell's strong as fuck at 35. I think he'd become, become the champ again at 35, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that does it for this week. Um, we made our little, we talked about the prediction for next week, stuff like that, and then uh, the card. So, we'll see you again next week then. Yep. Peace. Later. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube